Good morning and praise the Lord, dear beloved, and to the church in thy house. God's word for today. We're reading from Obadiah, beginning in the first verse. The vision of Obadiah. Thus saith the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a rumor from the Lord, and an ambassador is sent among the heathen. Arise ye, and let us rise up against her in battle. Behold, I have made thee small among the heathen. Thou art greatly despised. The pride of thine heart hath deceived thee. Thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, that saith in his heart, Who shall bring me down to the ground? Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, and though thou set thy nest among the stars, thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. If thieves came to thee, if robbers by night, how art thou cut off? Would they not have stolen till they had enough? If the grape gatherers came to thee, would they not have leave some grapes? How are the things of Esau searched out? How are his hidden things sought up? All the men of thy confederacy have brought thee even to the border. The men that were at peace with thee have deceived thee and prevailed against thee. They that eat thy bread have laid a wound under, the, under thee. There is none understanding in him. Shall I not in that day, saith the Lord, even destroy the wise men of Edom and understanding out of the mount of Esau? And thy mighty man, O Teman, shall be dismayed to the end that every one of the Mount of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. For thy violence against thy brother Jacob shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut off forever. In the day that thou stoodest on the other side, the day, the day that the strangers carried away captive his forces and foreigners entered into his gates and cast lots upon Jerusalem, even thou wast as one of them. But thou shouldest not have looked on the day of thy brother in the day that he became a stranger. Neither shouldest thou have rejoiced over the children of Judah in the day of their destruction. Neither shouldest thou have spoken proudly in the day of distress. Thou shouldest not have entered into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Yea, thou shouldest not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity. Neither shouldest thou have stood in the crossway to cut off those of his that did escape. Neither shouldest thou have delivered up those of his that did remain in the day of distress. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen. As thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thine own head. For as ye have drunk upon my holy mountain, so shall all the heathen drink continually. Yea, they shall drink and they shall swallow down and they shall be as though they had not been. But 
upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. God said then, and we can believe that he's saying now, because he is God that cannot change, woe to the heathen or the non-believers that won't or don't try to help the believer in the time of distress. But take advantage of the believer and mock them with the boasting and bragging God is coming for you. He's going to exact upon the non-believers that laughed at the calamity of the believers' justice by bringing them down and taking them from them that they caused them to have such a negative bragging attitude. God delivered his people then, and he's going to do it even now. For in Mount Zion, in the Holy Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, shall be deliverance. When obstacles arise, you change your direction to reach your goal. You do not change your decision to get there. Zig Ziglar. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus Christ, again this morning, we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for allowing us and providing us with the opportunity, God, to experience the dawn of this new day with the saints of our mind and the activity of our limbs. And we ask you again, God, today, if you would be so kind to forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought that you'll take pleasure again today in leading us and guiding us in the path of righteousness for your namesake and allowing healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation to overtake us as we go. And as we embark upon this day, Lord, go to perform the task you set before us for today. We go, Lord God, realizing that with a new load of benefits that you provided this morning, that we have what it takes to get us through the day. That we be patient, God, and be led by your spirit. God, and we also know that your word tells us that with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you're far, then who can be against us? So with this hope, with this promise, with this word in our hearts, God, with the baptism of your spirit, we march on. We're going to move forward today with our heads up, God, with our shoulders back, with our faith and our confidence in you. As we move forward to demonstrate your word, God, as we demonstrate the knowledge of the, the light of the gospel is the knowledge of the gospel. God, as we demonstrate it, God, where places you guide us, God, to help those that are in darkness and don't know that they are, to come out of that darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. Help us to help others to understand, Lord God, as you helped others to help us to understand, God, that the things of you, God, as the scripture teaches us, the things of God are spiritually discerned, so said the apostle. So it is today. Without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God, there are just some things that we're not going to be able to comprehend because you said so by your word. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God. And we, we know, God, that it, where you got us from, that we too were just like others. We were we thought we had it. We thought we knew it. We thought we had it together, God. But when you allowed someone into our life that really understood, they had the baptism of your spirit, God, they began to teach us and they began to preach to us. And, and the more they did, God, the anointing was on their word. 
God, and that anointing pricked our hearts and we began to give in. And the more we gave in to hear the truth, God, our hearts opened up to receive it. And when you looked into our hearts and saw that we were really seeking and wanted to be your sons and daughters in this last and evil and dark day, God, at your discretion, you baptize us with the Holy Ghost that now we too have the dwelling of the Christ of God. And so it is, God, as we march on, as we move forward today, realizing that the enemy is on the prowl, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy, God, we still have work to do. And our job is to not to try to be like the world and not get caught up in these new fads and trends and try to practice these new philosophies because your word lets us know, God, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That you said to Moses to tell his, your sons and have your sons tell their sons, and that is from generation to generation, the same message, the same message is passed from one generation to the next generation. God, but what we know is that as the Apostle Jude wrote it, men crept in and they began to uh, move God and create their own secular wisdom, God, in it. And because they had the clout, they had the power over the people, God, they were able to exact and push upon the people their own desires. And people began to live by the desires of those that had the, the pressure over them to do what they wanted them to do, God. And they, they gave up. And many have quit, God, and still many today, they're giving up, God, because they just, they're not getting the things that they want, God, but help us to help them to understand that you know the heart of a man. And for those that are seeking you for a quick fix, those of us, God, that are crying out to you just because they want to get out of the current predicament that they're in, but they're not really concerned about moving on to be who you would have us to be, that is sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, Christ of God, the people in the last and evil days as we are today. God, they are wondering why they don't have the baptism of your spirit. Help us to help them to understand that except a man change in his heart, he's going to always be who he's always been. Just as it was with the Apostle Paul, when he saw God, hallelujah, that uh, this religion, Christianity coming on the scene, he set out to destroy it and to, and to stop it. And as much as he had the letter, as much as as knowledgeable as he was of the law, God, he didn't know that in the scriptures it was told that a Messiah would come. And he didn't realize it because he didn't know. And he didn't know that he didn't know. So he was trying to stop it. When the Lord Jesus stepped into his life, hallelujah, and asked him why was he persecuting him, then he confessed. And then the Lord, God, we see you, you, you filled him with the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> so much so that he gave up any popularity that he had, any prominence that he had, God, whatever it was to make him a standout individual in society, God, he denounced it to be who you wanted him to be. And I'm asking you that I'm praying today, God, help every one of us, particularly those of us that are pastors and spiritual leaders, to humble ourselves even the more. That what we do is not about trying to get the biggest, fanciest car or trying to live in the biggest house, but that what we do is about helping people to come out of darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. We thank you, God. We praise you and we honor you, Lord. God, that we know that the word teaches us to seek you first and your righteousness, the things shall be added. We also know, Lord God, that, that, that 
when we seek you, if our pursuit of you is commensurate with our faith in you, God, then yes, God, you can give the big houses, you can give the big cars, but what it does is to help people to see the more you do what's right, the more you please the Lord, the more God will let you be blessed, God, but it's helping just to help others to see the potential that's there, that we can come away from destitution, we can come away from desolation, that we can acquire and have things, God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. But what we want to help people to do is to have it righteously, to have it according to your word. Help us to be reminded you're going to maintain our cause. Help us to keep the others reminded, God, that you're going to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. And as long as we promote the gospel and not be seeking glory for ourselves, the more you're going to do for us, the more doors you're going to open for us, God, as we press forward to reach out to touch others that don't know and don't know that they don't know. So we thank you this morning, God, for what you have done. Thank you for allowing us, God, to read your word and to seek your word, God, to understand, God, what you have done in the past and you're very anxious and eager to do it today for the righteous God. Hallelujah. And we know, God, that for those of us that you've chosen, God, to be pastors in particular, it is our responsibility to help people come out of darkness into this light that you have created for, your, for the righteous God. It is our job to help people, God, to come out of darkness into this light. God, so we know that we've got to preach and teach this gospel. And we're going to teach it without fear, favoritism, or compromise. We're going to teach it and preach it with purpose. God, we're going to teach it with pride, with dignity, Lord, with diligence to help people that don't know that they don't know to understand who you are and what you want for us. God, and that if we just surrender ourselves to you as you had the prophet Joel to tell the people, rend your heart, if we turn to you with our whole heart, all the things that we have and be blessed, God, you will magnify it in our lives, even down to giving us the desire of our heart if we delight ourselves in you. God, because when we delight ourselves in you, the desire of our heart is to do things that will continue to magnify you. So we thank you for that today. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord, because you're God and you're God alone. And we ask you, God, to help the preachers of God, again, all the pastors, to don't be afraid of what people say about them or what people say to them, but to continue to persevere because Every one of us pastors should realize when you sent your only begotten son in the world, God, the world, the people you sent him to didn't receive him. They even sought to kill him and they're still trying to, to keep him back now. God, they still don't want to accept him for who he was and who he is and what he's doing. God, but we now are the, your sons in the earth. We are the light of the world. God, it's our responsibility to demonstrate your power and authority in us anointing. It's our responsibility to help people to see that we can speak the word and you'll perform it because as the apostle wrote, because we are now in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So when we rebuke the devil, he'll flee from us because of where we are and who we are and the power that's in us. Because of the dwelling of your spirit, God, and we are in heavenly places in Christ Jesus we can bind things, God, and it, and it is bound in heaven. We can loose things, and it is loosed in heaven. So help us, Lord God, that to, to help people to understand the premier thing that we should be doing in our life is to seek to know you and to know you by your word, to seek to walk in compliance to your word.
because you're God, you're God alone. It's you that have made us and not we ourselves. And no man come to you except you draw him. God, and whatever people think or say, whatever the devil fooled people to believe, God, you're God and you're God alone and you have the last say. And whatever the devil say, God, hallelujah, you can turn it around in a moment if we just believe it. So help us, God, and help the pastors and the preachers and the teachers and the believers. God, that as we go out and even if you allow sickness to befall us, God, that we hold fast in our faith, hold fast our integrity. You're going to let the Holy Ghost visit our sick beds and you're going to get us out of our sick beds and back on our feet. God, and we're going to testify, hallelujah, what you did for us. And it's going to prick the hearts of the medical professionals and prick the hearts, God, of family members that didn't believe under salvation for visitors and friends that never heard the real truth and didn't really believe in God. But when they hear the testimony of those that were sick and bedridden and they thought that they were going to just prepare to go to their funerals, God, they're going to be back on their feet, God, and they're testifying of how great you are. And prayerfully and hopefully they will turn to you with their whole heart and begin to cry out to you. And we pray for them this morning, God, that you would save them from this underworld generation. For those that have lost their way, God, by allowing their feelings and emotions to control them, as I ask you every morning, I'm asking you every morning, because every morning, God, there's some of us somewhere that need, God, for your the performance of the things that I make requests of every day in their lives somewhere. God, hallelujah. So we're asking you again this morning. People that have allowed their feelings and emotions to control them and they've made decisions to have them in a dark place today. I'm asking you, God, by faith in Jesus' name, as they cry out, Lord, please forgive me. Anywhere and everywhere I failed in word and deed and thought, God, I cry out with them. God, hallelujah, that you reinstate them. God, you reaffirm them. God, in the name of Jesus to Christ, get them back on the right path in life that they can continue to move forward to help people come out of darkness into this light of the gospel of Jesus Christ and hopefully and prayerfully they will turn from the darkness they're in. Hear our testimony, give heed to our counsel. And when you see God and you determine, you'll bring them too out of the darkness they're in into this marvelous light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For those that have lost their financial independence and self-sufficiency, Lord, we're praying with them again today. And God, we're praying and asking you, God, to move by your spirit, God, hallelujah. We know that your wrath and your indignation is, God, are just permeating the earth because of rebellion and disobedience. But we're asking you, God, particularly for those of the household of faith. God, if they've lost their livelihoods, and God, as they cry out, Lord, anywhere and everywhere, I've failed you in word and deed or in thought. Please forgive me, Lord. God, and, and return, restore me, God. Hear their cry, God. I'm asking you. By faith in Jesus' name, God, hear their cry. Re God, re restore their self-sufficiency like only you can. That the people around them, the employers, will wonder how these people moved on, how they made it. And their testimony will be because I never lost my integrity. I never felt like God had abandoned me. I decided I was not going to give up on God. That's our testimony. And when they hear that, Hallelujah. God, hopefully and prayerfully, they will turn from the darkness therein into the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We ask you, God, again this morning to bless those that have lost loved ones, strengthen them, encourage them, God, comfort them, console them, God, that they can move forward to be who you would have them to be as well. In Jesus' name I pray. We ask you, God, again this morning to look into every home where there's prayer, 
where there is if there's one in that home, God believe in you, even if they don't have the Holy Ghost yet, but they believe because they have friends that are saved and believe, and they're beginning to give lend and ear to them. So they're beginning to pray in their homes. God help them to just begin to pray and to pray out and to pray loud and to God invite the family to pray together with them. And as the family begin to pray together, God they'll decide that at some point every day that they find a convenient time for everybody, and the family will pray together and the family will read some scripture together to give you glory, to give you honor, God. And when you realize, God, when you see their sincerity. You're going to breathe on that home. You're going to breathe in that home, God, with your anointing, God, with your spirit. And you're going to drive out all the negativity, God, where all of the fussing and the arguing, the disobedience, the rebellion, God, the stress, the depression, all of these spirits, God, that set people back. God, they will be driven out of that home because of dedicated, committed, God, diligent prayer and the reading of your word together. And they will get a desire to want to get to the church house where the truth is being preached. And as the pastors begin to preach and to teach God that you gave your son that every man that if he, if he will can become sons of God because you let us know in your word, hallelujah, to them that believe on the name Jesus, to them you give power to become sons of God. And as we become sons of God, we become sons of God by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God, and we know God, and we do, when the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds with power and great glory, with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel. And when that trump shall sound, the Bible teaches us that the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then those of us that are alive and remain on that day will be caught up together to go meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. And again, this morning, God, this is my hope. This is my prayer. And I know that everywhere and anywhere around the world, God, where people believe your word for what it is and being led by your spirit, they too. Just like I feel this morning, God, that you hear us and you're going to do what we're asking you to do because we're asking in Jesus' name because that's what your word instructed us to do and how to pray to you in the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord. But until, God, we are caught out of here, God, we know that you're going to continue to lead us and guide us and maintain our cause. You're going to keep us on the path of righteousness for your namesake. And you, out of your riches and your glory, God, you're going to bless us. God, with whatever it is that we need uh, to be who you want us to be or what you want us to be, to be a difference in the land, to help people come out of darkness and that this marvelous light that you've created. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, I pray and I do believe it so because I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and thank you, God. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, God, for hearing us. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. We, by faith, we applaud you now because we believe that you're going to do what you promised that you would do. God, and we, we know, God, that we just want everybody to know that, again, saints, things are not as bad as they seem. And nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. And if you keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now, God's going to perform it in your life. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.